Welcome to AM Best Audio. According to an AM Best report released earlier this year, U.S. inland marine premiums increased 15% in 2021 after falling 2% in 2020. Here to talk more about both marine and inland marine is Rich Soja, Global Head of Inland Marine and North American Head of Marine at Allianz Global Corporate and Specialty. Rich, so glad you could join us today. John, thanks for the opportunity. Good to be back with you again. Good to have you as well. So, Rich, how did you see both sectors faring in 2022? 2022 has been pretty positive for both. Um, The economy, although it's changing as we speak, has uh, put us in a position to achieve top-line desires for the most part. And because of compound rate increases over the past several years, we saw 2022 really manifest all those changes in terms and conditions to a favorable bottom line as well. So I think 2022, absent a surprise, uh, will go down in the record books as as a good year for us. Rich, has the U.S. infrastructure bill had an impact on marine and inland marine companies? I think it's instilled confidence in what's to come for construction. And so we have seen an uptick in the amount of opportunities as a result of the infrastructure bill. Um, That's not the only reason for some of the uptick in construction, but it's certainly a contributing factor. I think that as much as anything else, um, it's giving us hope for the future if we do Uh, go into a bit of a recession. I think the infrastructure bill, at least as respects the construction portion of our portfolio, uh, will continue to thrive as a a result of that funding. Uh, You talked about a recession. I'll get to that in just a minute or so. But uh, before we do that, what is inflation doing to these markets? Yeah, that's probably the number one thing we talk about most, both with my team as well as with senior management, and mainly because adequate insurance to value has been problematic for a long time. Uh, And with inflation increasing the cost of materials substantially, um, it will just exacerbate an already troubling issue, right? So in addition to the increased cost of materials to repair or replace damaged property, there's also wage inflation, um, that increasing uh, uh, claim amounts. Uh, Finding qualified workers in certain of our segments is becoming more difficult. And finally, supply chain challenges is causing greater delay uh, than before in, say, sourcing material as well as finding labor. So if the inland marine underwriter is providing a form of time element insurance, uh, the exact same loss today will cost more in business interruption than it would have a year ago. So inflation is, is hitting us on all fronts. So getting back to the R word, which none of us want to say, but uh, I'm going to say anyway, are you concerned about the potential for a recession and its impact on both marine and inland marine? I'd be surprised if there's not a recession, to be honest. Um, I, I think I think our number one priority as a country is to get inflation under control. And to do that, I think we are going to drive ourselves into a bit of, of a recession. Hopefully it'll be a soft landing. Um, and will last a quarter or two as opposed to years. Um, But I think the biggest impact in a recession um, could be on the truck sector. Uh, In other words, where the underwriter insures a motor carrier for damage to the goods of others that they haul. So historic trucking is a relatively low margin business, and the smaller the trucker, the less reserve 
you have to weather tough times if they continue to decide to go it alone. So there's about 1 million trucking firms in the U.S. Um, according to one estimate, uh, over 90% of those fleets operate with six or fewer trucks and 97% operate with 20 or fewer. So it stands to reason that there will be some additional financial struggles if the economy continues to struggle. So January 1st is just around the corner, and I think we all know what that means, and I'm not talking about resolutions. Are you <laughs> bracing for an increase in reinsurance rates? We know they're coming, right? And it's not just rates. So we've had one reinsurer go in the market saying double, double half, right? We'll double your price, double your retention, and give you half the capacity. So while while rates will certainly go up, it's also a question of can you buy enough reinsurance? Uh, and what is your net retention going to be? So speaking for AGCS, obviously we're, we're a very large insurer. We'll, we'll work through it. Um, but yeah, there, there will be higher prices to pay for ourselves um, to our reinsurers, especially for cat perils. And, and that puts us in a challenging position in the marketplace. So, um, uh, you know, at this point in the market cycle for our primary insurers, we've seen rate increases, but far less than before. There was greater pushback by both brokers and clients. The extent to which primary marine carriers will be able to pass the cost along remains to be seen. Um, but, but if that doesn't happen, or if it doesn't happen commensurate with the amount of increase we're getting, then that, of course, results in, in margin erosion. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's going to take some time. I, I'm not sure the 1-1 one, one renewal season on original contracts is going to be dramatically different. Uh, historically, when reinsurance costs change, it takes a few months to filter down. Um, to the individual transaction from an insured perspective, but I think it's going to be on the way. What do you think? Is it going to be business as usual increases, or are you expecting some sticker shock? It's a good. It's a good question. Um, I'm not <clears throat> sure. I'm I'm the best prognosticator in the world, but because this is very natural catastrophe driven, I would anticipate that it'll be mixed results. So if our insured has a significant natural catastrophe exposure, whether that be coastal, whether that be convective storm, wildfire or flood, I think you will see some more dramatic movements in those segments. If you are someone who's not exposed to natural catastrophe perils, um, then you may not uh, feel that impact. So it has yet to be seen. But I think it's going to be more cat than across the board. Prepare for the worst and hope for the best. <laughs> that's that's part of it, right? And and you know, part of our challenge is we want to be, hey, look, we're looking to grow in 2023. We've got we've got positive results. We've got a good portfolio. We feel we provide a valuable service to our clients, and part of that service is being predictable, right? So that doesn't mean that we are not in a position to pass some costs along, but being being uh, less volatile, more stable, more predictable, more of a long-term view, that's all part of how we value our relationships with our distribution partners and clients. Of course, there are market cycles, uh, but being able to weather them with a little less volatility is something that we really want to promote 
um, and, and building in reinsurance cost changes is just one of those dynamics. And it's not the only one. So, uh, you know, it's inflation, it's recession, it's, it's, um, it, it's, it's reinsurance changes. Uh, but there's other dy dy dynamics in the market as well. And so it's really just kind of looking at all of that together and how can we best position ourselves to give an adequate return to our shareholder at the same time providing a value service to our clients. So being predictable, what's your prediction for 2023? Or maybe the better word would be, what's your outlook? Still positive. There are certainly headwinds, and we just spoke uh, about a few of those. Uh, the tailwinds are there will be pieces of the economy that should continue to do well. Um, we're coming from stronger positions than we were certainly three years ago based upon compound, compound rate increases and changes in terms and conditions over the past three years. So we're, we're, we've got a good starting point. So we're optimistic about it. We want to grow responsibly. Um, I think we will, and uh, both as AGCS as well as, as the inland marine and the ocean marine sectors. And it's just a matter of uh, being responsible and, and being consistent from our perspective. Rich, it's always a pleasure to speak to you. John, thank you so much. That was Rich Soja. Global Head of Inland Marine and North American Head of Marine at Allianz Global Corporate and Specialty. And I'm John Weber for IAM Best Audio. Looking to get the full attention of the insurance industry? We have the platforms that will do just that. Whether it be AM Best TV, AM Best Audio, Best Review Magazine, or Best Day. Find out more by calling AM Best Advertising Sales at 908-439-2200, extension 5399, and have a great day.